welcome back to Bad Movie Sunday. I'm Ashley. And I'm Amy. And today we don't have a guest with us. We're starting to do a couple more episodes with just the two of us. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that's (laughs) entertaining. (laughs) If you're new to Bad Movie Sunday, we are a podcast that watches bad movies so you don't have to. We roast them. Toast them. And we are going to have a lot of fun with today's movie, George of the Jungle. I'm so excited. (laughs) Me too. I love it. I'm so happy that we're doing it this season. It's our toasting season. We're trying to do more uh, movies that we've seen before and that we've liked or that we think we're going to like. And this one, she hit all the right notes. And I don't know about you, but this is a movie that I've seen before when I was a kid and I really liked it. Oh, yeah. I could like, (laughs) there were scenes that would come up and someone would say a piece of dialogue and it would just like teleport me back to my childhood body. (laughs) I could like quote half of this stuff in this movie. Um, it's fantastic, and I'm so glad that we're doing it today. Oh, me too, me too. Actually, we maybe do have a bit of a guest today. It's uh, me, Ashley, you, Amy, and our boy, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> of course, how could we forget about him? <laughs> our boy with the sultry eyes. <laughs> I don't know if any of you uh, listeners have seen that photo of Brendan Fraser with like the red. <laughs> But just Google Brendan Fraser eyes. It is um brings me to tears. <laughs> you know what? We'll we'll uh post a picture on our Twitter uh after this episode comes out because I don't want any of our audience members to uh to miss this. It's honestly it <laughs> cracks me up every time. I don't know what happened prior to the the picture being taken, but <laughs> Someone was having a good time. You know, sometimes when I'm feeling down, sometimes when I'm getting a little too anxious or stuff is piling up and it's getting to me, I just take out my phone and uh, I get comforted by this one picture of Brendan Fraser and his sultry red eyes. (laughs) I'm looking at the picture right now and (laughs) it looks, first of all, the background suggests that he's at some kind of press event. Yeah. Um, but the eyes suggest that he is at some kind of meth party. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who hasn't seen this picture, let me try to describe it to you. Oh he has the glossiest lips, <laughs> first of all. The juiciest. The juiciest. Um, His hair got... <laughs> You know, freshly cut. Now let me move on to the most important part, which are the eyes. They are... (laughs) You know what you look like? (laughs) The minute before you step into an exam hall (laughs) and you've been up all night. Or the minute you step out of an exam hall. (laughs) Yeah, both of those work. Um, We're not trying to hate on our our boy, Brendan. I literally love him. so much. This is just such a funny picture. It's so funny, but you know, there are so many other pictures of him, so many movies where he looks uh, amazing, including this movie, but you know, just this one picture, it it literally makes me cry every time I look at it. Literally? Okay, I've seen a lot of like articles recently about uh, Brendan Fraser and what he looked like before and kind of what he looks like now, and they're just kind of trying to shame his dad bod now, which, chill out news. Yeah, why is TMZ and everyone trying to shame him? Like, 
he's like, I don't know, 50 now. Let him have whatever body he wants to have. Like, he blessed us with his George of the Jungle <laughs> and mummy bodies. Like, let him be free now. Like, Girl, he deserves He's been through so much. He deserves uh, the best. But every time they show a picture of, like, the before picture, it's always him from this movie. Because <laughs> he's got the long hair. He's got the abs. He's, like, <laughs> drenched in water or oil half the time. Yeah, he's like a little Thor monkey man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Everyone says that his peak was in The Mummy, but I disagree. His peak was in every movie, but mostly this one. You know what? Uh, apparently, it was after seeing this movie that the director of The Mummy was like, I could use that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so we only have uh, George of the Jungle to thank for The Mummy trilogy. Exactly. The this... only Mummy movies that matter, Tom Cruise, by the way. <laughs> if any of you are fans of The Mummy franchise, this is the movie you got to thank for that. Um, apparently when it came out, it was number two at the box office, just behind uh, uh, Men in Black. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know that. <laughs> it got bad ratings from the critics, but as I was going through, you know, IMDb and Letterboxd, everybody loved it. Like, audience members loved this movie. It's just a classic that I think everyone grew up watching and <laughs> loving. It's so under uh, appreciated but we want to bring some appreciation to this movie yeah that's what we're gonna do today this movie was snubbed at every oscars so we're gonna we're gonna give it a little bit of a, a gold star today i was kind of wondering while watching this movie because you know george of the jungle is very similar to and we'll explain if you don't know who george of the jungle is uh, we'll go over that. <laughs> but he seems like a very similar character to Tarzan, and I looked it up, and apparently it's literally made to be a spoof of Tarzan, which is just great. Honestly, um, Tarzan was also one of those movies that I saw as a kid. Like, uh, apparently, my mom says a lot that I used to watch Tarzan every day for like a couple of years when I was damn. really little. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tarzan was like my first uh, movie crush, I guess. This was, of course, before I've seen Brendan Fraser in, uh, in Church of the Jungle. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> little cartoon Tarzan. <laughs> Yo, Disney, like, knows how to draw those <laughs> those boys right. <laughs> I know. They really do. You want to know who mine was? I gotta know. Tell me. Jim Hawkins from Treasure Planet. <laughs> Ooh. Another underrepresented movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> resist... Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's sultry tones. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, old guess. classic Jigorle. <laughs> he kind of looks like Brennan Fraser in The Mummy. Oh my god, A yeah, little with bit. the hair? Jim Hawkins. Yeah. You know what? You're kind of right. <laughs> yeah. They really knew what we wanted in the late 90s. Oh yeah, they connected them all together. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you're new to the podcast... What we usually do is to make these movies a little bit more enjoyable, we have a signature drink that uh, you can make that uh, has a theme little close to the movie that we're watching. Amy, what is the drink for the people today? Oh, today we've got the banana fantasy. Mmm. <laughs> you know, just because of the jungle theme, bananas grow in the jungle, maybe? And Brendan Fraser is a fantasy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it all works out. 
And you can make this drink alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Just add rum if you want to make it an alcoholic drink. But what you need is one banana, optional 50 milliliters of white rum, uh, coconut syrup, 30 milliliters of that, and 100 milliliters of pineapple juice and ice and a maraschino cherry. So what you got to do is you got to uh, blend up that banana, add some ice, pour your pineapple juice and your coconut syrup in, uh, and then you blend in a in the blender <laughs> until it's smooth and pour in a hurricane glass if you want the non-alcoholic version. But if you want the alcohol in it, you pour 50 milliliters of white rum. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. It looks really good, too. It's like It looks like a, a yellow uh, smoothie. Oh, we love that. Mm-hmm. Very on brand for today's episode. Oh, yes. And if you like the sound of that or maybe you don't drink alcohol and you just uh, want the non-alcoholic version or water to go along with whatever you're drinking. We have a little bit of a drinking game for you that you can drink along either to this movie if you want to watch it or to our podcast. Uh, We'll go back and forth, I guess. I have quite a few points for this movie. Ooh, okay. You want to go first then? Yeah, okay. Um, First one, pretty obvious. Every time George does his signature (laughs) scream... Um, I also have every time he swings into a tree, classic. Oh, yeah. Very similarly, I had every time he crashes into something. (laughs) Mm. Oh, yeah. We can include, like, falling and, you know, all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The next one I have is every time the narrator uses any, like, (laughs) baby terms, like boo-boo or (laughs) juju or footsies. (laughs) I have... Every time you see uh, this group of gorillas playing the bongos or whatever. I have every time they show a monkey as a reaction to something. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, My last one is every time you see a new animal. Oh, Can be real or fake or CGI, whatever. Oh, there was a whole mix of all of them. (laughs) They just couldn't settle on one, could they? (laughs) I have a a couple more, so I'll just... uh, lightning round him every time a girl not including ursula who's the main girl in this movie swoons over george if you count ursula that'd be too many times <laughs> um every time a character in the movie breaks the fourth wall every time someone gets hit in the balls <laughs> and every time george says that i'm just lucky i guess Ooh, those are all really good oh yeah the, so that's a lot of points <laughs> for today yeah so you can pick and choose Yeah, if you're doing the alcoholic version, maybe uh, pick your favorites. So for anyone who hasn't seen George of the Jungle, what are you doing with your life? But also, I have a quick IMDb summary just to tell you what it's all about. So it says, A man raised in the jungle by apes falls in love with a wealthy American heiress. That is pretty much the end of the non-spoilery version. I know we haven't said a ton of uh, about this movie so far, but... Right now, we're going to go into it scene by scene and break it down. So if you want to watch this without spoilers, I'd suggest go watching the movie, coming back and listening to our thoughts. Otherwise, we're just going to jump right into it. So this movie starts off set in the scene of how George got to the jungle. uh, His full backstory. (laughs) His full backstory, which was a plane crash. And they couldn't find him, so they left him there. And the whole the whole beginning is like in this animated style. I think it's in the style of the original George of the Jungle cartoon. Oh um, yeah. Have you seen that? 
No. And I'm going to talk more about this later, but I have seen the rebooted cartoon that I used to watch as a kid as a kid all the time. Oh, there's a rebooted cartoon? Yeah, it was on uh, Cartoon Network, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, I think I know uh, which one you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, as a kid, I thought it was quality content. <laughs> Compared to this movie, um, does it live up to the George of the Jungle standards set by our boy Brandon? Mm, I think our boy Brandon will always come out on top. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is true. Or else, you know, he'll get you with his laser eyes. so now at this point George is in the jungle (laughs) Um, and years later he's not a baby anymore Um, did you say baby like they say in Schitt's Creek (laughs) yeah I just started watching that (laughs) a baby (laughs) so there's this girl Ursula who has a asshat of a fiance um, and both of them are in the jungle looking for apes with uh, some safari guys. (laughs) Yeah, Ursula actually wants to be in the jungle. She loves animals. She wants to, um, they talk about this, the legend of the white ape, and she wants to go out and find it. Uh, But then her fiancé just, like, randomly appears. He's like, yeah, I hired these two trackers to come look for you so I could take you home. And I'm like, what? (laughs) First of all, we've seen him use a cell phone. So why couldn't he simply call her up? Oh, that would be too simple. Mm. This is true. He loves the element of surprise. <laughs> also, the fiancé mentioned at one point when they were talking about the, the legend of the white ape, which is almost <laughs> a Tarzan, which is George, <laughs> by the way. He's like, oh, the white ape, that sounds like a, a drink name. So I was hoping that there would be a drink called the white ape, but alas, I could not find so uh, they're in the jungle. They're looking for regular apes. They're looking for the, the legend of the white ape. Um, and there's this great moment while they're hiking that was ingrained. When I saw this uh, scene, I was like transported back to my young self. <laughs> I had like a flashback of watching this as a kid. When they were trekking through the jungle and they look at this, I think it was called Ape Mountain, which is a mountain that looks like a monkey head. Um, <laughs> and there's a narrator going throughout this whole movie. He's like, oh, they saw this mountain and they reacted with awe. <laughs> All the people are like, aww. <laughs> and he's like, no, A-W-E. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and honestly, like, I don't think there has been a more iconic cinematic moment since that <laughs> scene. Honestly, like, narrators are usually a little bit tacky, but this one, oh my god. I, I love this narrator. <laughs> Actually added a lot of great moments. Uh, There's also this other moment where, uh, as they're trekking through the jungle, the fiancé, they're going over this bridge, and, like, I don't know why this uh, fiancé is like, oh, this bridge looks pretty safe to me. I went in Hawaii, and there was a bridge like that, and it didn't collapse. So he's just, like, shaking this rotted-ass Indiana (laughs) Jones-looking bridge, and this random uh tour guide falls off the edge and the narrator goes don't worry no one dies in the story they just get really big boo boo <laughs> yeah oh props to the narrator man he got a great he got some great lines <laughs> yeah he he was really good so while they're in the jungle ursula and her fiance lyle 
uh, go off on their own, and a lion <laughs> just comes out of nowhere and attacks them. And George of the Jungle, our boy Brandon, comes swings in and saves that. Well, Lyle runs off, but he saves Ursula and like whisks her away to his treehouse like mansion that has like a full working elevator and blender and everything yeah oh my god like <laughs> this treehouse i would love to live in there oh yeah i always wanted a treehouse as a kid but also i was afraid that <laughs> um it would i'm like afraid of heights so i was afraid it would be too high and i would fall off and die honestly so. same like it, when i would go to friends houses and they had like the little playscape thing uh with the swing set in the backyard yeah. i would just be too scared Girl, to go in the little treehouse part. <laughs> but this guy's living large, man. <laughs> He's, like, decorated. It's, like, decked out with, like, couches and fancy curtains and everything. It's, like, treehouse is supreme. Tree, treehouse 2.0. Yeah, he's got, like, the Bruce Wayne manner of treehouses. Oh. Uh, equipped with Ape, his talking butler monkey dad. Um. <laughs> yeah, we meet two of the, the side characters here, which is Ape, which is the monkey's name, uh, who's like a really smart ape that can talk and wears glasses and reads, like, philosophy books. <laughs> yeah. And there's also Shep, who's an elephant that acts like a dog and, like, fully barks at everything. We should also mention that uh, Shep, the elephant, is CGI. Uh-huh. Sometimes bad CGI. <laughs> and ape is... Like a monkey suit thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so the the effects, we'll just say, are not amazing. Yeah. Uh, a little later on, we get into the green screen stuff. Oh, um, they were great. Also, every so, time there's, like, a little monkey, it's like a real monkey. <laughs> so yeah. So it's just a whole, you know, mixing pot of effects. <laughs> they They just threw a little bit of everything in there. But it wasn't terrible like there are movies where the effects take away from the storyline but this wasn't that bad i don't think yeah no i don't think so i mean some of it like it was uh, it was what like 97 ish this came out so it was pretty obvious that it was cgi but <laughs> i didn't mind to be yeah, honest it was okay also in the uh in the fight between ursula and the lion and george we could very, very clearly see when they swapped out the lion for, like, a doll lion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not bad. Overall, not terrible. There are worse movies with bigger budgets that have um, uh, much more distracting effects <laughs> than these. Yeah, this is our toasting season. So we are <laughs> we are giving it some, some toasts here. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the closest to a roast that I'll I'll give this movie. But it, you know, just to be fair, just to point that out. Agreed. So Ursula is now at George's treehouse. Uh, she and George start like bonding a little, having fun. Initially, she's like, "I gotta get back to camp," but then she's like, "You know what? Actually, this place is kind of dope." <laughs> um. So yeah, she starts bonding with George. They go out on these like cute little adventures. They help out some animals, and George he's starting to fall for Ursula now, and she's starting to fall for him a little, even though she is engaged. But you know, that yeah, Lyle is she's like dead. an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's like okay. I've noticed that that's a trope in like every romance movie that there's a couple that's together and one of them is an asshole. 
So then that's like gives it an excuse for the, the girl to leave. It happens in every movie. I've been watching so many Hallmark movies. Don't judge me. And <laughs> it literally every Christmas movie, the girl has a is engaged, but the guy's an asshole. But I'm always like, why did you get engaged to him in the first place then? Right. I was trying to picture this whole movie, how she could have possibly... Like, she, even at the beginning of the movie, where she hasn't even met George yet, she hates Lyle. (laughs) Why are you engaged to him? How did that happen? Because he's so annoying. I think in this movie, it partly has something to do with her parents, because they have a lot of money, and Lyle's family has a lot of money. So I bet her parents just kind of tried to set them up so that um, they'd pool their money together instead of... Her being with someone like George, who later her mom doesn't like because he doesn't come from the kind of affluent family, and also he's a jungle man. <laughs> That's a good point. Also, what you were saying before about Christmas movies, if, if uh, any of you listeners are looking for a movie that romance Christmas movie where the girl leaves her asshole fiancé for a cooler guy... Listen to our uh, Merry Kissmas episode. That was a like surprisingly really good movie. <laughs> Just if you're looking for recommendations. Meanwhile, in this movie, her asshole fiance has been looking for Ursula uh, the whole time with the the like jungle guides, I guess that they have with them, and also these two mercenaries, <laughs> that, these like bumbling mercenaries that he brought with him. And he eventually finds her, and he tries to take her away from George. But the mercenaries have their own plans. They want to take down the elephant for its ivory until they see Ape the Ape talk. <laughs> and they're like, ooh, we want him now. Because, oh yeah, because they were trying to track down the white ape this whole time. And they found out it was literally just a dude. And they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's well, just, just a white guy. And they're like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, so now they want to kidnap Ape the Ape. Um, and George tries to save him. But the fiancé... Shoots him in the head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. There's this whole thing where the fiancé, Lyle, has this lighter uh, in the shape of a tiny gun. Like, first of all, why would you have that? <laughs> and then one of the tour guides, Lyle asks him to keep his lighter for him. And then the tour guide messes up which one, because he has a gun that looks exactly the same, <laughs> which one the gun is and which one the lighter is. And he accidentally gives Lyle the wrong one. Very bad. <laughs> But again, as the narrator said, uh, no one can die in this movie because it's a kid's movie. So uh, George is like, fine. <laughs> Got shot point blank in the head. And he's like, ooh, ouchie. <laughs> he has like one little band-aid like wrapped across his head. And he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> So then Ursula decides to, because he got shot, (laughs) she decides to take him in a plane to go find a hospital. Um, What hospital, you may ask? A hospital in wherever in, I assume they're somewhere in Africa. Uh, Nope, she flies him to the States. (laughs) Yeah, straight to San Francisco. She has a bullet hole in his head. (laughs) And she flies him all the way to San Francisco to get to a hospital. But he's fine. Like, the next day. He's like, (laughs) it's like nothing happened. (laughs) Yeah, he's cool. (laughs) Yeah, they just kissed his head. He's all good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a little (laughs) Um, boo-boo. Can I I also add that his last name is uh, Primate? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah! Because there was this thing at the beginning where George and his buddy Ape the Ape, uh, George is like, yo, you're my brother, Ape. And Ape's like, ooh, we actually from different species. Um, 
we're both from the primate family. And George is like, see, we're from the primate family. <laughs> so from that on, it says his name is George Primate. <laughs> like a family name. Kind of a great joke. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like the humor in this movie, it's actually a really funny movie. Not just like kids funny, it's actual funny. This movie, I felt like, had two extremes. It was either, like, kids' uh, poop and fart jokes, or it was, like, really well thought out, like, <laughs> genuine jokes. It was no but, like, the perfect balance of, of both those things. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> also, Lyle is in jail now for shooting George in the head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Ursula takes uh, George home. There's, like, this whole thing, he's, like, getting used to San Francisco. There's, like, this whole thing where he saves a paraglider parachuter from the uh, Bay Bridge. And that's how her, Ursula's parents find out that she's, like, kind of with George now. Because her yeah, parents and, to marry Lyle. Yeah, because they kind of find out, like, at her engagement party <laughs> when they're watching the news on TV and George is like saving this dude and Ursula is like, oh, that's George I was telling you about. And they're like, hmm? <laughs> that monkey man? The jungle man. <laughs> the jungle man. The king of the jungle. <laughs> so the mom is not having it. The dad uh, does not care. But the mom is like, uh, you're going to marry this rich boy. So she goes up to George and is like, stay away from Ursula. And uh, I-, I think he like initially doesn't plan to, but he find- George basically finds out that um, the mercenaries kidnapped Ape the Ape. So he like <laughs> dips back <laughs> in the jungle to go rescue him. Well, first of all, the way he finds out is that Ape is captured by these two mercenaries and he tells Tukey, this toucan, go find George and tell him I'm captured. And Tukey's like, okay. So Tukey flies from Africa to San Francisco <laughs> where somehow he knows George is and tells him. This is good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In like a day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, somehow we did it. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, um, you have to suspend your disbelief a lot. So there's like a talking ape which I can handle. George of the Jungle himself has some kind of, like, superhuman strength. He was, like, (laughs) spinning the lion on his finger like a basketball. Totally acceptable. But how did this toucan fly from Africa to San Francisco in a day? That I don't understand. I'm sorry. That's where we draw the line. (laughs) Yeah, that's unacceptable. Also, just a side note, when Ursula's mom is talking to George, when she kind of tells him to, like, go away and never see Ursula again, she's like, have a pleasant evening, Mr. Jungle. And I'm like, first of all, his last name is Primate. <laughs> We've established that already. So George, back in the jungle where he belongs, uh, <laughs> Ursula finds out. So then she decides to go back to the jungle to find George. She eventually finds him and they have to like fight off these mercenaries and it's going well until Lyle arrives. He got out of jail somehow and he kidnaps Ursula to, he like takes her off on on like a, a river full of rapids to force her to marry him because he uh, is a priest now. 
yeah, well, he said something about how he escaped prison and he did that by joining a cult or something. <laughs> I must have missed that. Yeah, so he uh, was in prison, right? And then, like, since then, which was two days ago, um, he managed to join a cult and become a priest. Oh, yeah, you know, as you do. And he wants to perform his own wedding ceremony with Ursula on himself. Mm-hmm. In white water rapids. Yeah, it doesn't sound very official to me, but <laughs> then again... Can you officiate your own wedding? I don't think so. Also, I think you have to have at least one witness okay. there. I wonder if you can count, like, a monkey. <laughs> a <know>? monkey? <laughs> a monkey. Because there was a monkey there. There was. He did witness uh, the event. But then I don't know if he could do his own wedding ceremony, though. This is all pretty sus to me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is where we draw the line. At birds flying too fast over the ocean, and can you officiate your own wedding? Yeah, I don't know. And he only had two days to become a priest? Like, come on, give me a break. <laughs> Thankfully, though, George rescues her by swinging on... Here's what I thought this scene was like. Have you seen... I think it's the sixth... Fast and Furious movie? You're gonna have to tell me what, because I've seen them all kind of at the same time. Okay. What uh, scene specifically? Honestly. I saw them out of order the first time that I watched them because the f- I mixed up the first and fourth movies because I think the first one is Fast and Furious and the fourth one is The Fast and The Furious. <laughs> they don't really like... make it very easy in the first <laughs> half of the series to determine what order you should watch them in. No, and I didn't watch them in the right order. I was very confused. But in the sixth movie, there's a scene uh, at the end that takes place on a plane... <laughs> a plane railroad! What's it called? The thing that planes drive on. An airport? An airport, but the gravel part that they take off from. A runway? The runway! Oh, <laughs> A railway. <laughs> Takes place on a, a railway, and but no spoilers, but basically the characters are trying to get onto a plane while the plane is taking off. And the scene goes on for like not even like 20 minutes or something of what is a come to be known on the internet is the longest runway of all time in the world <laughs> because it's such a long scene and the plane like never takes off. And that's what this scene reminded me of because George is swinging on a vine. Like, for five minutes, <laughs> the same <laughs> through, like, kilometers of jungle. Yeah, like, how long How long does this vine need to be? <laughs> you know when, like, Spider-Man is, like, swinging through, like, Central Park or something? And you're like, oh, what? Oh, I was just gonna <laughs> say what that, is, yeah. What is it attached to? <laughs> he has to, you know, switch hands every so often. <laughs> S- yeah. switch the uh the web um <laughs> no this vine just like goes kilometers oh yeah it's like a carpet from aladdin it's got it's like sentient <laughs> it just kind of moves on its own it takes him wherever he's got to go it just flies by itself <laughs> That's <what> it's <laughs> we can't question like this is another thing that i didn't really question or have a problem with <laughs> but it does beg the question how long that vine is yeah, and, like, it's got to be attached to some, like, you know the tree from Avatar that's, like, a hundred kilometers tall or something? 
Mm. Gotta be attached to like one of those trees to be able to swing him from one side of the jungle to the other. Yeah, and, like, it's gotta be like life. pretty, gotta be pretty hefty too if it can like withstand. Because he's going at like superhuman the Flash speed mm. on this vine. This is true. <laughs> also, for some reason, uh, as soon as he uh, went back to the jungle after he was in San Francisco, he just, like, randomly had these Nike Airs. Yeah, it was, like, very product placement-y, though. <laughs> but you know what? I didn't really care. <laughs> they look nice. And they made him... <laughs> they had, like, this whole flash montage or whatever, where he's just... It was, like, eight consecutive scenes or whatever of him just running through the jungle. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, and then the camera would, like, pan up into the sky, and he would just look like a little ant, like, running. <laughs> at full speed, which wasn't very uh, speedy at that angle. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so George, while swinging on this like incredibly long vine, ends up uh, rescuing Ursula. Uh, Lyle kind of just like drifts into this cage and ends up accidentally marrying a monkey or something. <laughs> yeah, a monkey. Yes, a monkey. As I said, George and Ursula tell each other they love each other. They have a son. They get married, and they live happily uh, ever after until the next movie. Yeah, and and it said, I don't know if it, I think it was in the narration, but they said that Ursula married George the following new moon. And I was like, how often is a moon cycle? So I looked it up. It's a month. They got married after a month, and they had a son. And then the last shot, we think, is... (laughs) is them doing the Simba Lion King on top of the mountain. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we love that. Uh, but then we learn in, like, kind of a post credit scene, except not really, that Ape is in Vegas now, and he has his own Vegas show where he sings kind of not that great. Yeah, he, like, becomes a cabaret singer. <laughs> <laughs> um, And that's the end of the movie. Wow. You know, a lot of the movies that we watch on this podcast, they go by pretty slowly. But this one, it just went by so quick and it was so good the whole way through. It was action packed. There was romance. It had Brendan Fraser. Honestly, what more could you ask for? It had comedy. It was just had CGI and green screen and (laughs) monkey suits. Oh, yeah. Actually, I didn't even notice this while I was watching the movie but we may have to post a second picture on twitter <laughs> just talking like a second ago i looked over to my right you know because of uh, miss rona we're recording this uh, at home right now but uh i'm in my room and <laughs> i have a, a present that amy got me a couple years ago <laughs> um that's currently hanging on my wall <laughs> So perfectly with the view of this movie. Oh my god. It's, um, if any of you have seen uh, that, that meme floating around, um, of the shower curtain of Jeff Goldblum and a monkey in the jungle, <laughs> it is just like the <laughs> chef kiss, the best gift I've ever received. Thank you, Amy. Uh, of course. Currently, right next to me on my wall, it was watching over me while I was watching this movie, and I felt like I was in the jungle with George. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff of the Jungle. That's yes, the sequel. The, 
chef of the jungle girl we gotta get him on board oh my god if the uh listeners have not seen the shower curtain that you're talking about would you would you care to describe (laughs) what it looks like i would we'll post a picture on twitter but uh, to set the scene for you we got a beautiful it's like i don't know six feet tall or something (laughs) um the whole background is this beautiful jungle it's got trees. It's got lush vegetation. It's got a mountain in the distance, just like Mount Ape in this movie. And then in the foreground, bring you a little bit closer, we got a monkey just like rubbing its pecs. <laughs> and then just staring down at all of us like the true god that he is. We have Mr. Bloom himself. In the chicest, like, pale pink tie. He's got these uh, these hipster glasses. He's got the sleeks back hair. Mm. Chef kiss, an absolute piece of artwork. <laughs> Honestly, that is my favorite gift that I've uh, ever given anyone <laughs> ever in my life. He looks down at me and protects me as I sleep. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at a picture of it uh, right now, and it's just... I can't... <laughs> I mean, you cannot Holy. deny that it doesn't go along with this movie. <laughs> oh, it does. It so does. And, you know, just since we're talking about it, anyways, do you remember that that gift that you got me? <laughs> oh, God, which one? <laughs> the, the pillow? Oh, well, how could I forget? <laughs> L- let me try to describe this pillow to you. It's, okay. um... It's got, like, this painted-on Jeff Goldblum in his pose, his classic pose in his classic outfit from Jurassic Park with his shirt wide open. <laughs> we've also got, like, a little, uh, some clouds, a sunset in the back. Um, we've got grass all around him. It's very, he's leaning on a rock a little bit. It's very good. If you can't tell, we have a little bit of a theme going here. <laughs> And we'll be we'll be talking about Mr. Bloom a little later as well when we get to our ratings. Oh, um, absolutely. If you're new here, you're going to have a great time with that. <laughs> <laughs> I do like your idea, though, of Jeff of the Jungle. Exquisite oh, Brendan yeah. Fraser and Jeff Goldblum just, <laughs> just it, uh, swinging by. It's like the third Indiana Jones movie where he teams up with his dad. And maybe... It turns out his dad didn't die in that plane crash after all. And his dad is Jeff Goldblum uh, wandering through the jungle all this time. And we never even knew it until now. Oh, my God. That's the greatest crossover. Okay, Uh, let me give you a story. Okay, so we were talking a little bit at the beginning about the cartoon that... Okay, George of the Jungle is based on a cartoon. And then based on this movie, I think... They made an updated cartoon for, I think, the Cartoon Network, which is what I watched as a kid. And the main girl in that movie is also named Ursula, as well as the main girl in this movie. But I thought, as a kid, that because Ursula is the same name as the character from The Little Mermaid, I was like, <laughs> oh, she's so nice and I love her, but um, sucks that she's going to turn into a octopus monster later on. Oh my god. 
Girl, hold on a second. You know that, like, uh, theory that was going around the internet, like, a couple years ago that Disney eventually snapped out of existence when Frozen 2 came out? That it was, like, a theory that Tangled, Frozen, and Tarzan, I think, and The Little Mermaid were all, like, interconnected and they were all, like, one big family or something? What if? (laughs) (laughs) I like where this is going. Okay. Okay. Picture this, right? (laughs) <laughs> Let me set the scene. We got um plane crash, right? Crashes into this this island uh, as well as a shipwreck. <laughs> oh so my god. Both Tarzan and George of the Jungle grown up on opposite sides of the jungle. Don't know about each other yet. Also George of the Jungle's dad survived. Uh Tarzan's parents are dead, but George of the Jungle's dad is alive and his Jeff Goldblum and both of them are Swinging together. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. This is good. This is good. Also, in Tarzan, right? This is so weird that I've seen it apparently every day for years, and I can't remember a single thing about it. But Tarzan has... You know how George of the Jungle has uh, Ape as kind of his father figure, right? Oh, my God. Tarzan, Tarzan has... has was that the, her name? Turk? I, I don't know. I don't remember. But, yeah, the Ape Mom. Yeah. Oh, my God. Setting up her and Ape together. Yeah. Oh my god! And then, oh my god, just to just to kind of uh, uh, snowball where you were going. <laughs> I don't know where you were going actually, but just to snowball off of that. What if it, it's like a parent trap situation where they both, oh my god, live on opposite sides of the jungle, but one day that their paths cross and they realize they're the same person. They both have to be played by <laughs> Brendan Fraser, by the way. <laughs> of course, of course. And they, then they switch places. They switch places. <gasps> oh my god! Now I don't know how we're gonna rope in uh, the Frozen cast of characters, but uh, okay. we will think of something. Where I was going was that the two of them would be raised on uh, other opposite sides of the jungle, and they'd be like rivalry, like King of the Jungle versus King of the Jungle, you know. But I like your Prince and the Popper thing. Also, <laughs> Ursula, <laughs> right? falls in love with George of the Jungle until she finds out that it's Tarzan and she's been goofed the whole time. Oh so she my gets god. super mad and turns into this evil sea witch and now they both have to defeat her. Yes. Because she met uh, George of the Jungle when they were little kids. This is now kind of <laughs> getting into Lion King territory. <laughs> like Simba and Nala before Simba had to go away and live with his uh, two gunkles, Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> but um, she she and George of the Jungle had a little, you know, childhood sweethearts kind of romance, and then she had to go away, and then she comes back thinking it's still George of the Jungle, and Tarzan just has to play along with it because... They agreed that they would switch lives for a little bit and pretend to be each other or what have you. She'd been goofed. This is good. Oh, my God. Or, villain origin story. She, she'd she been goofed. <laughs> oh, my God. All leads up to the Little Mermaid. Girl, this is Man. a whole cinematic u- How? Why? Why is it that we create a different <laughs> cinematic universe in every episode? I don't know, but I love it. I hope the people love it, too, because it would be really awkward if they didn't. <laughs> I'm on board. That's what matters, girl. (laughs) Hold on a second. Because I have in my head the perfect um, poster, movie poster, for I don't even know what we're going to call it, but it's going to have a great title. We we can come up with that later. We can spitball a little bit later. But the poster 
Paint me a scene. Yeah, okay, I'll set the scene for you. You know how you just described that shower curtain? (laughs) Of course. So we have Jeff Goldblum. Uh, We have the monkey, yes, rubbing his little monkey chest. (laughs) We have Jeff in his chic uh, Paris runway outfit with his glasses and slick back hair. We have the jungle in the background. And right in between the monkey and Jeff Goldblum, we we can, you know, fit Ursula somewhere in the back, but... (laughs) Right in between them, we have two. <laughs> we we photoshopped <laughs> red-eyed Brendan Fraser. <laughs> one can be, uh, you know, maybe to tell the difference, one can have the red, heavy cocaine eyes, uh, oh. crying like he just got out of an exam. He knew he failed. Uh, not that I know what that's like. Um, and the other can have. You know, the normal, sultry, George of the Jungle, shirtless, kind of brunette Thor-looking god-type thing. What? And we won't, we won't ever say on the, on the poster it, which one is George and which one is Tarzan. Oh, the audience got to figure that out for themselves. Yeah, you got to figure out if George or Tarzan is the one with the red eyes. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm just thinking that we don't mention their mom at all. They could be stepbrothers oh my god and that's why they look the same because mm-hmm. both jeff goldblum and whoever tarzan's dad is married the same woman so who if we had to cast who would be the other dad oh that's a good question um i'm thinking the rock <laughs> oh this is good because the rock loves jungle movies <laughs> he does journey to the center of the earth uh jumanji he loves he would totally be in oh yeah rampage i so even <laughs> just like the fifth uh fast and furious in the jungle hold on okay. a second you bring up rampage oh rampage, my god the monkey it's the white ape or whatever they called it that's the love child of the two monkeys from these two movies oh my god oh Girl. we've got movies for like 10 years down the line watch <laughs> out mcu we're coming for you i think we have something here <laughs> This is so good. I think this is our best work yet. Uh, it's just, it, you know, it fit together so perfectly. Everything yeah. is so perfectly set up. It's like it was meant to be, you know? It was. It was meant to be. <laughs> all because of that Jeff Goldblum curtain that I got you. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was a fate from the beginning. You got me this gift so that this uh, absolute gem of a movie could come to be. <laughs> I got you that gift. So you could give me this gift, your idea. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, I don't think that this would fit into our cinematic universe. But as I was watching the movie, I was just thinking, right? Because this movie, it breaks the fourth wall a lot. And one thing that I love about it is how it doesn't take itself seriously at all. You know who I feel would really like George of the Jungle? Deadpool. Uh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> is that who you were going to say? Yeah! Oh, my God. I feel like they get along, you know? Because they both technically can't die. (laughs) You know what? That's kind of true. Well, Deadpool, because he's, you know, he has all his uh, whatever they injected into him or whatever. But George, because he is literally in a kid's movie, he cannot die. (laughs) Yeah, the narrator would not allow that. No, no, no. I think we have the perfect... You know when people are like, hey, what's your favorite movie? And you forget every movie you've ever watched. 
I don't know how anyone could forget this movie. I think this would be at the forefront of everyone's minds all the time. And it would have to be their favorite movie. Because honestly, how could it not be? And we will get back to you with a title for our George of the Jungle slash Tarzan slash Parent Trap slash Deadpool <laughs> um, slash Little Mermaid slash Frozen movie. Yeah. It won't <laughs> be that long, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just a working title. Uh, we'll, we'll come up with something later. <laughs> Did you have any last points about this movie? The only thing that I have left to say is that I feel like George of the Jungle is such good himbo representation. I feel oh, like yes. we need more himbo leading men. <laughs> I agree. You know what I was kind of wondering, though? Because Tarzan in this movie speaks in kind of like broken English-ish. He's like, why can't me talk good? That kind of like yeah caveman talk. But he was raised by like this Einstein of a monkey. Yeah, you know, that. <laughs> that's what I was thinking also. That's another one of those things where I'm like, hmm, I'll let it go. But <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, but I agree. The the himbo trope doesn't get nearly as much attention as maybe she should. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of, I have, I'm going to try to find this other picture and post it on our Twitter later whenever this comes out. Uh, but it was this Venn diagram with three circles. And it was like, you know, what a himbo consists of. The the himbo has to be kind, they have to be buff, and they have to be stupid. And <laughs> and then it was saying that if you're just buff and stupid, that's a jock. <laughs> yeah. If you're just buff and kind, that's a hunk. Mm. And if you're just kind and stupid, that's just a decent man. Um, <laughs> and then in the middle of them... They had, like, you know, the prime example of a himbo we should all be looking up to. And surprisingly, it wasn't George of the Jungle, but it was Kronk. <gasps> oh, my God, yes. So, I mean, you know, everybody loves Kronk. Everybody loves Tarzan, loves George of the Jungle. This is why we need more himbos in the media. Here's what I'm thinking. Change yeah. the setting. Uh, take out your scripts. Cross out Africa. We're making this movie of ours take place in Peru. Uh, <laughs> after everything, they discover an Incan temple and they meet Cusco and the boys. <laughs> we gotta fit them in. <laughs> oh my god, you know, this is just another element we don't have to include in the first movie. I think we're, we might be fitting a little too much in, but Cusco gets turned into a llama in uh, Emperor's New Groove. We know that. What if in whatever movie that's going to happen in for our movie series, George gets turned into a monkey. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is perfect. I know. And then Cusco has to help him learn those life lessons to get him turned back into a human. And then Kronk is just with them because we can't have a movie without him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Wait a second. Wait a second. That's <laughs> <There's> why... <laughs> That's okay. So George gets turned into a monkey. So he has to ask his stepbrother, half brother, whatever, <laughs> uh, Tarzan, to take over for him and do all of his. <gasps> I don't know what else. What he does. That's why they to do 
That's why they switch, because he literally is a monkey. <laughs> this is perfect. Wow. Did we just come up with a blockbuster in like 15 minutes? Steven Spielberg, are you listening? <laughs> Stay tuned for that movie. Come into a theater near you once they open. Because Miss Rowan is still probably going to be going off for a while. Maybe yeah. this will be a straight to streaming. We'll yeah. open our own streaming network. Netflix, <laughs> get her on. call us up. <laughs> oh, man. Now that we've, you know, come up with the next big blockbuster, <laughs> let's just go back to George of the Jungle. We have some points of trivia here that I lifted straight from IMDb. <laughs> but they're kind of interesting. We hope that... Uh, our listeners might find them interesting, too. So apparently, we can just go through these kind of quickly. I don't really know what to say about this one, but the ground in the jungle was made of mashed potatoes. Um, <laughs> like all of the ground? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, the trivia... Like every step was like... <laughs> I, you know? I'm not sure. I'm, you know, maybe the when Lyle falls into... The poop, that's probably mashed potatoes. Mm. I don't know, the whole ground, that seems a little bit... That's a lot oh, of mashed oh. potatoes. <laughs> there was also some scenes that were filmed for the movie, but they weren't part of the final product, um, which include George saving Ursula from a quicksand pit. Oh, more mashed potatoes, maybe. <laughs> Ursula's mom's dog, Coco, and George exploring the mall. <laughs> Okay. And Lyle returning from jail with a shaved head and eye patch. Huh. Yeah, like Nick Fury. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Well, hmm. I'm not sure what or how, what happened in those scenes, but I'm very intrigued. Me too. <laughs> um, just another point of trivia. Our boy Brandon had concurrently auditioned for the title role of Tarzan, which was released in 1999. But thankfully, he lost the role. And I'm only saying that because otherwise, he probably wouldn't have been in The Mummy. Ah, true. Mm. Did Tarzan speak much in the Disney movie? I'm not sure. I feel like he just says, like, Jane. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was like the... Caveman talk, but, like, more caveman than this movie. Right, right, right. Uh, Last thing is Leslie Mann, who played um, Ursula, said in an interview recently, like a couple years ago, that she had a real-life crush on Brendan Fraser while they were filming this and fell in love with him. And honestly, like, girl, I don't blame you. (laughs) Girl, that's so cute. (laughs) So that's our our trivia for today. We also have... I know. They're very cute. They had a lot of chemistry in this movie. It was cute. Yeah, they did. We also have, before we get into our final reviews, we have some IMDb and some Letterboxd reviews. So which ones do you want to go through first? Let's go Letterboxd. Okay. I got four of them, and they're all short and sweet. The first review is by Morgana Peach Emoji, who, (laughs) who gave it five out of five stars. And Morgana says, I say this without any trace of irony. This is the greatest film ever made. Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) So the next review is by Ray, who also gave it five out of five stars. And Ray says, 
saw an interview with Brendan Fraser where he says the monkey kept jerking off all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So that's another little piece of trivia for you. I really hope that he means one of the live monkeys they used and not the man in the monkey suit. Yeah, I hope so too. This next review is by Holly Beth, also a 5 out of 5. Late late 90s Brendan Fraser could slam me into a tree trunk any day. 1997 Best Picture Snub. God damn. So true. And the last letterbox review today is by Emma Renton, who gave it four and a half stars. Not the five star I was hoping for, but my thirst for young Brendan Fraser is so strong and everlasting. (laughs) So strong and everlasting is in all caps, by the way. As it should be. As it should be. What are they saying on IMDb? On IMDb, we have two reviews here. The first one is by user Bud-5, who gave it a 7 out of 10, and said, It's so stupid, it's hilarious. (laughs) Thumbs up to the director and the stars of George of the Jungle. They have made one of the funniest children's films you will ever see. You know that they had a great time making it because it's clearly evident on the screen. George of the Jungle is simply just the Tarzan's parody. (laughs) Ape Man meets girl, falls for girl, leaves for city, returns to jungle. But the predictable plot doesn't destroy the performances and the movie is peppered with some laugh out loud (laughs) jokes. (laughs) Of course, the special effects are impressive. A talking ape, an elephant that thinks he's a dog. (laughs) But it's the humans that steal the show. Fraser is fantastic as George. He is one of the most talented actors out there at the moment though this film doesn't test his range much, and he shows a nice comic flair. Leslie Mann is a lovable foil for our hero, though her squeaky voice (laughs) is at times too cute. Um, Yeah, I remember thinking as a kid that her voice was really high. Um, None of the other characters disappoint. Both Mann's parents are great in supporting roles, and Lyle as Mann's nasty fiancé is sensational. Kids will love this. Adults? I think we'll find a lot to enjoy in it also. <laughs> but don't bring along any cynics. They'll miss out on all the fun. Double exclamation mark. That was really good. Yeah, Honestly, that was I nice. Agree. The plot, like, if you know anything about Tarzan, you know exactly what's going to happen in this movie. But, like, dude, it was super entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it was. The second and last IMDb review we have is by user Melly-4, who gave it a whopping 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Their tagline is refreshing, funny, and enjoyable. George of the Jungle gives Brendan a chance to show how confident he is with himself by showing his funny side. I believe he will go far in his acting. Oh, I admit that he does have the looks to go with it. I love the eyes. (laughs) Wow. She meant, of course, his normal eyes. But we also love his red teary eyes. Those eyes, uh, we want to see. His red laser eyes. (laughs) Yeah. He could pierce you with those. (laughs) Ouch. Those are some pretty good reviews. And they all gave, like, very, very high reviews for this. I think we mentioned a little before that critics did not like this movie at all. But the people, the good people of democracy, (laughs) uh, (laughs) seem to love this movie. Yeah. And just for reference... IMDb uh, gave it a 5 out of 5 out of 10. 
and Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it a 57%, and the audience gave it a 41%. Ooh, okay. I know, it's, it's harsh. It's a rough critical response. <laughs> so we've heard now what the people of the internet think of this movie. Now it's time to get into our rating. If you're new to the podcast, we rate all the movies that we watch on what we call the Gold Bloom Scale, which is a scale of bad movies, where 10 out of 10 Gold Blooms is... Like, really not that bad for a bad movie. And 1 out of 10 is so bad I could barely finish it. Um, Just tying it back to our theme of Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Amy, what did you think of this movie? You had seen this as a kid, right? Yeah, I saw it as a kid. Not as much as I've seen Tarzan, but I saw it a couple times, I think. And I loved it as a kid. Rewatching it. Sometimes when you rewatch uh, shows or movies that you love as a kid, they don't really hold up to what you remember of them but this one like i gotta give her a nine it was really good it was funny it wasn't just like kid funny it was like funny for everybody the acting was pretty good like i can't complain um the cgi and effects could use some work but overall they weren't terrible i gotta give it a nine it was really good yeah what about you and i want you as you tell me your number rating, I want you to look at that curtain and look into Jeff Goldblum and that monkey's eyes and reveal uh, what you're feeling inside. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at the eyes. They're staring <laughs> deep into me and uh, asking that I be honest with myself, with this movie, with my boy, uh, both Jeff and Brandon. And honestly, I agree with you. This movie I watched so much as a kid and I was so worried that it, I would watch it and be like, Oh, really? That's what I liked as a kid? But it was, like, really funny. There were a lot of kids' jokes, but there were also a lot of, mm, shall we say, adult jokes. I'm going to give it, like, an 8.5 to 9. It was really good, and I really suggest it to anyone who hasn't seen this movie. It's really good. You get to see Brendan Fraser. I mean, what like, what more do I have to say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if any of you have seen this movie or if you have other movies that you want to recommend to us you can always find us on twitter and letterbox we're at bms podcast on both or you can shoot us an email um we are bad movie sunday podcast at gmail.com i'm ashley i'm amy and we will see you in the jungle or <laughs> next next week oh <laughs> 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 good Wait, give me yours, give me yours. Oh!